0: Nate, do you believe in tabletop RPGs? I don't think so. Well, you're in one, sucker! <laughs> <laughs> you, might have, you might have redlined on that. I probably <laughs> <But> did. <laughs> and welcome back, ladies and gents, to the Tabletop Shop podcast featuring Nate Clark, which is not me, it's the other dude. Say hi, hey. Nate. Hey. Hey. And Cody Pennington, which is me. The other other dude, which is me. What's, what's up? What's up, Cody? What's up? I'm pretty happy right now, actually. You're are you pretty doing? happy? Yeah. Why, why, dude, why are you happy? I mean, not not that that's a bad thing, but tell me more. I want to know more about your life.
1: Honestly, it has nothing to do with my life. I think I just <laughs> what? Why are you happy then? <laughs> no, well, I guess that's not that's not an entirely accurate statement. <laughs> I think I just I think I just enjoy recording and t- and, and, and talking uh. all things games. Uh, you know, whether it's a normal episode or whether it's an RPG episode or whatever. I think it just makes me
0: happy. You know what? It makes me happy too. Part of it is it is Saturday and I like Saturdays because Saturdays okay. make me happy. But yeah, it, it's it's so fun not preparing for things. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I like coming into RPG recording sessions having put like minimal to no thought into it in advance so that we could just ad lib and roll with it. Do
1: you feel any stress? I feel like this is already like a live Q&A, not live, like a Q&A. <laughs> Do you feel any stress coming into it? Or are you just like... No pressure, no
0: stress, you know, just go with it. Let, let, me take, let me take you down this road, Nate. I do feel a little bit of stress, but oh I've learned to just not care because when I feel stressed about preparing for RPGs, it doesn't actually inspire me to work any harder at it. I just sort of accept just I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to produce whatever I produce in the moment and right. I'm fine with that. Well, you know what? Let's produce some more, Cody. Okay, cool. That's great because we're starting a new one-pager today. Who knows? This may be one episode. This will probably be two episodes, which it just depends how quickly we go through this. Nate, are you ready for the the name of this custom RPG? And again, audience, just so you know, all the RPGs that we're doing on this podcast, at least for now, maybe that will change someday, are all custom. They, They are designed by yours truly. And anything we do will be available for download if you want to try playing it yourself for free from our website tabletopshop.wixsite.com. But yeah, throw a little jingle in there. So the title of our today's our today's help me out, fix my sentence structure, Nate. <laughs> Just What's take wrong the here?
1: hour. Just take the hour
0: out. <laughs> okay, yeah. Save us from the science devils, Oh, Bear God. <laughs> Sounds like the beginning of a <laughs> hymn. <laughs> 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 uh, and Chris Tomlin will come through and make a chorus for it it's oh yeah and then cue the, cue the halo monks which is actually just Marty yeah. O'Donnell cue that in the background If again again, Nate if we can get Marty O'Donnell on this show I'll, I'll just be done I'll, I'll just make that the last episode and it will hmm. be fine there,
1: there might be some people in the audience who, who you just convinced them to get him on the show then
0: what if uh, Nate what if we got Marty O'Donnell to make us just like a 15 second jingle for our rpgs dude that would be legendary you have to try that'd be awesome legendary difficulty maybe (laughs) all right you know halo reference let's get off this
1: (laughs) 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 okay uh let's let's get off this heroic rabbit trail and Uh, back into
0: uh yeah the content. back to a normal yeah we're not supposed to do rabbit trails on our rpg our, our rpg episodes well there actually could be rabbits in this game because it's relevant. Okay, are you, re- are you ready for the backstory of what's going on here? Of please. why on earth it's called Save Us from the Science Devils, O Bear God? Please. And please, just so please. you know, that's O like apostrophe, just a single O. There's no H there because we don't need that. It's a hymn after all. I, I disagree. I think there should be an O-H. Okay. Well, I'm going to explain this by reading to you the tiny paragraph that is straight from the one pager that I'm looking at right now. It's the coherent backstory that explains everything that's going on right now, Nate. You are a woodland creature preparing to celebrate the winter holiday of thanks to the great bear god who sleeps in the mountain. Suddenly, evil scientists disrupt your pleasant day to kidnap you and steal you away for their dastardly experiments. And that's what we're working with here. Within this fantastical game, you are going to play not just one character. You're going to play three characters. Technically, you could play this game with a DM and up to three players where each player controls one one little character but it doesn't work for you just to have a single creature that you are so you by yourself will actually just control i suppose the personalities of three little forest creatures okay. and this is actually a pre-staged uh system so there are four specific stages that you will play through i guess with maybe sort of a prologue but after you complete every stage you get a certain number of level up points based on how many creatures you have left <laughs> in your party <laughs> <laughs> okay so if you keep your boys together or maybe there's some girls in there i don't know that's up to you then it then, then it's good it's better hmm. so we're gonna start this off op- do, do you have a d12 no i do wait, i'm sorry do you have a d6 as well i, I also have that Okay, are you just using Google to roll some? <laughs> Maybe.
1: I'm sorry, oh, I didn't.
0: It. I'm sorry, I didn't take my bag of dice when I went to Europe. Dang it, Nate! <laughs> I literally got you a heat-changing color. You did, day. man. That thing's so cool. Metal D12. That was your yeah, last trip. That would have been all of my carry-on weight, though. So, kind <laughs> of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's metal, so good luck getting that through. Okay, so this is going to be a D12 system. But to start off, you're just going to roll a D6 to determine. Who your starting creatures are. There's a different creature for okay. one and two and three. And if you get the same number, you're just going to reroll. You want three different creatures total. Okay. So
1: um, first is a three. Okay. Second is also a three. Second is oh. a one. And right. third is a four. Three, one,
0: four. All right. So number three, you have a badger in your party. Okay. Number one, you have a sparrow in your party.
1: Badger and spare. Okay, we got land and air.
0: Yep, yep. And number four, you have a porcupine.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah. land, air, and sea. Perfect.
0: Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, the classic water creature, the porcupine. Now, I would like you to take t- just take some time here and name each of these creatures for me. Okay. Okay,
1: okay, okay, okay. Um, so. Okay. Okay. So the porcupine. Um, oh, okay, I've got it. I've got it. I've got all of it. Uh, pad bad. The badger is going to yeah. be named uh, way down. What? Way down. <laughs> Spell it for me. Just, just how it sounds. W a y d o w n. Way down. All right. Okay. That's the sparrow. Sad, but okay. Obviously, is named Jack, and. <laughs> Uh, the porcupine is going to be Horatio Hornblower. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: I don't know if I would say that's creativity at its best, but you know, it is what it is. Explain way down. I don't get that reference. <laughs> uh, the, well, it's a reference to where I am actually right now. Um, the name of the place I'm at right now is, uh, Wayfaring Down and, uh, they have a lot of badgers here. Really? Have you seen one in person yet? No, apparently you have to like go out at night and like sit silently for like an hour
0: and you might see one if you're lucky. So I figured that's not worth it. I'll just look at pictures of them on the Internet, you know. Okay. Well, here's the thing, Nate. This isn't a Nate's Life Story RPG. (laughs) This is a Save Us from the Science Devils O'Bear God RPG. (laughs) It's almost like I was asked a question. Go Uh, on. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Okay. (laughs) So uh, your party functions, Nate, as a single unit which has three stats total. So each creature doesn't have individual stats. Your party has stats. So your attributes here are strength, intelligence, and dexterity. Classic, huh?
1: Okay, yeah, they are.
0: So you're going to start at zero in all stats. But remember, as you progress through the mountain, you get a plus one to any of those per creature you still have in your party. Okay. stage okay. so by the fourth For stage example. i could have three plus three on all of them if i'm you know amazing yeah. at this game uh well plus four on all of them because four times three is 12 divided by three is four because science nate
1: wait i don't i don't know <laughs> uh, it's not worth it i just I, I, <laughs> we'll, I feel
0: like i feel like i'm a little confused but i'm sure we'll figure it out we'll get we'll get there it's fine um, okay, scientists. These are going to be your main enemy. Uh, scientists have plus four in all stats because they are human and have dope skills, and that's literally what I wrote here originally on this one pager. I, okay. I made this a couple years ago, so I'm going down memory lane here as I'm remembering all this. I actually made it with a friend, so this this was a a duo combo thing. So any of the any of the parts that suck, you have somebody to, you have a, a scapegoat to blame. Yeah, I can just blame it on Eric. Just think, Eric Wood. It's his fault. Yes. All right. So. Uh basically, you, you, again, you're going to be celebrating this winter holiday of thanks to the great bear god, and you're going to get interrupted by a bunch of scientists here in a second. So what you're going to have to do is amidst the chaos, you're going to have to make your way up the mountain to find the great bear god and have him fight off and potentially kill the scientist for you to save all the little wooden creatures. Okay. But be warned, Nate, for the bear god is a fickle creature, and... It is going to take efforts to actually awaken him from his slumber. But then you also have to appease him, so that he doesn't just turn and kill all of you guys instead of the scientists. So, the stages we're going to progress through. Stage one, you're going to start in the forest. In the forest, you're going to have to find something that you can use to wake up the bear god. There's three set options that I will give you at the point that you get to the forest, and you can just choose which one you want to approach. Then you will progress to the river, where here you must acquire something that you can feed the bear god and appease him so that he doesn't just eat you guys, because that's not fun. So there's three other options there. Then we're going to hit the mountain. The mountain is a custom area for the DM per game to basically come up with some special challenge, which I this is literally the only preparation I did for this session, (laughs) this RPG, was I came up with a special task or challenge for you to complete that may give you some manner of bonus in the rest of the game okay and then finally stage four is the bear you have to wake up the bear and then if you're successful you get to acquire the bear who has plus eight to strength and dexterity and you can use him to slaughter the scientist uh, so at that point it's kind of
1: just a at that point it's kind of a game over thing anyways right
0: yeah i mean if you're all some nat ones then that just kind of sucks but nah, it's we'll happen. see what happens man um, what, what else we got? You, again, everything involves a D12. Other than the D6, you just used to roll some stuff. Uh, we're going to decide, or I will decide for a given check, whether it is easy, medium, or hard. Easy checks require a roll of four or higher to pass, and that's cumulative, so you can add your stats to it. Medium is a seven or higher, and hard is a 10 or higher. Okay. Now, here's, here's the catch. Here's where your, your interesting little creatures come into play. You can roll twice for any action, so you have advantage in any action that you can argue your specific woodland creature would be naturally skilled at.
1: Mm, okay.
0: So if it's you know flying, oh, okay, use your sparrow and right. you right. If roll it's twice swimming,
1: porcupine. Oh and yeah, if for it's sure.
0: Like digging, badger. Got it. I guess you could roll for flying for your badger, but I'd probably make you roll disadvantage on that at that point. I don't know. Well, I probably won't press the point then. Okay, that's good. Um, there is no health in this game. So for any attacks nice. that actually happened, um, attacks is a simple contest. So you will roll and then the scientist will roll. The highest roll triumphs and you just re-roll for ties. So every time, like if you okay. get in a fight with the scientist and they win, your health is basically your creature. So you just lose a creature and you go down to two. Oh, geez. So, so yeah. this is more of an
1: evade the scientist than it is combat the scientist. God, yes,
0: you, you need the bear god in order to fight the scientist. That's that is your goal. Okay. I I'm I'm ready. Alright, Nate. Imagine, if you will, an Everdell like scene with various tents set up, if forest creatures can somehow make tents. Maybe they're just made of like thatch roofs and leaves and whatnot, but it's, it, it really resembles tents, and it's really impressive. They're opposable thumb-proofless. Proof, yeah, I mean, there, there are raccoons DNA. in this universe. Don't they have opposable thumbs?
1: I uh, can neither confirm nor deny.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, you don't have a raccoon in your in your, your cadre. That's also a real word. <laughs> <But> looking <laughs> around, There's various festival fare that you may find in a festival. Yes, these forest creatures have learned how to deep fry food, and and it is very impressive. I'm assuming that your creatures have, you know, favorite foods that they like to enjoy, especially of a festival nature, but there's, there's squirrel jugglers who are juggling not squirrels, but they are squirrels that are juggling things. And that is also very impressive, because I don't think squirrels have posable thumbs, so they're kind of just using their little their little fingers to try to... You could,
1: like, bump, to bump to them with
0: them. your fists, right? You could what? Bump them with your fists. That'd be much more difficult. I suppose, yeah, they're just kind of playing, like, volleyball. or <laughs> With both, like, three volleyballs at once. And solitaire. And, well, they also have volleyballs in this universe, I suppose.
1: all right uh it's all very exciting (laughs) (laughs) this is some really in-depth world building
0: (laughs) it's a beautiful scene all these little forest (laughs) creatures are very happy about their bear god that lives in the mountain because he provides them in overwatch even though he is hibernating and it's winter and that's when bear gods hibernate so what what are you doing (laughs) seamless (laughs) i was just gonna say i can't wait till we get to the volleyball factory later on in the campaign and we have a nice callback joke oh yeah there'll be some important scenes with that i think you need to pick a primary character for now though that maybe you're you're seeing through because maybe not all your three characters are yet joined together in the holy union of a three-part brain as you described okay
1: i'm going to go with jack the sparrow as my lead character Mm -hmm. because it seems like he could be the more useful
0: of the three
1: like i feel like being airborne is 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 very much a useful trait so
0: it is quite the advantage in some parts of life okay so jack the sparrow are are you walking around are you flying around how do sparrows navigate festivals oh he's um
1: he's philosophizing in in a corner Ah. um He has a a nice, he he doesn't go for the gratuitous indulgence that the other animals do at this festival. So he has kind of like a nice little, you you know, you remember from the Hobbit, the the movie not the book where Mm, one of the dwarves gets, gives Gandalf the little tiny thing of wine and he (laughs) drinks it. That's what, that's what he's sipping on is that. Okay. Um, And so he's just kind of sitting, sitting in the corner, studying the, the, the the juggling squirrels. Mm.
0: Actually, that's what he's doing. So what, what's going through his head? Like what, what is he getting out of this display?
1: Well, he's kind of trying, he's trying to figure out, he doesn't find it entertaining. And so he's trying to figure out what the motive is for the squirrels to even mm. have the desire to do this. Like they've put so much effort into learning how to do something that is almost physically impossible. D- doubtless years, their entire life dedicated to learning how to do this. And it comes out as just kind of looking like a parlor trick, you know? So he's mm. like, what's, what's the drive? You know, why are they doing this?
0: Hey, do you want to make your first actual roll of the game? Sure. This is exciting. Go ahead and roll intelligence, and we'll see what your philosophizing philosophizing produces. Mm, Five. Five? Mm. I mean, this was, uh, I should have said before, and this was going to be a medium difficulty check, so you needed a seven or higher to succeed. But uh, maybe Jack the Sparrow, in the back of his mind, as he's viewing these squirrels, is suddenly imagining the the dichotomy between capitalism and communism. And he's appreciating that these squirrels have spent their own hard-earned money to purchase these acorns that they're juggling. And it's possible that this display is just a representation of the power of democracy in the face of a potential communist empire as run by the lizard folk downtown. I feel like that was a lot. Of, like, I don't even know how to process. I don't. I don't think.
1: I don't think it made sense at all. But I'm not saying okay. it had to it make was sense. A five. Yo. it was a
0: five. So exactly, should have rolled a seven. Yeah, just be better.
1: Okay. Well, that's great. That's what he's doing, I guess.
0: Okay. Uh, walk us to the badger. Good old way down. What's he up to?
1: Um, I think we need to go to the porcupine first. Actually. Because, okay. I'll, I'll and you'll see why, because I, I have plans. I have plans. The, the porcupine is also watching the squirrels. Actually, all three of the animals are. He's also watching the squirrels. And he is just watching it and thinking it's so beautiful that they've dedicated themselves mm. to this task. Mm. And he's so moved by this that he actually decides he wants to attempt to do the same thing. Ooh. Um, but he doesn't have any volleyballs or acorns or whatever they're using. And so he Good actually point. does it. With his own quills mm. and of course this in a way represents the the blood and the sweat that um, that one has to pour into learning how to do such a great task as this
0: yeah and man. so that's why he's doing it with with his quills because they're stabbing him which also makes it very hard to juggle. yeah <laughs> admittedly this would be much more impressive if he can successfully start juggling yeah. these <laughs> so that's what he's doing okay roll a dexterity roll this is going to be a hard check because okay. this porcupine has never juggled <laughs> before, right? Uh, three. <laughs> you wouldn't even succeed at an easy roll. <laughs> well, Horatio Hornblower is humiliating himself. Of course. Uh, okay, I'm really impressed with the accidental alliterism of that. I was going to try to make another alliterism, but I couldn't. Lit- okay. Well, Horatio Hornblower, as he humiliates himself heroically, uh, okay. Okay. he humanely i don't know just <laughs> cut this stupid crap No, keep going cody it's good i think you're onto something oh yeah <laughs> well here's the deal he's like dang those squirrels are good look at how they juggle the acorns it's like democracy triumphing over communism <laughs> once again i should do that <laughs> and he pulls out a couple of his own quills which i don't know if that's painful for porcupines i mean people who touch porcupines get the quills in them so these quills must come out readily right yeah i don't know i'm not a porcupine anatomist but he takes them and he starts trying to juggle them and he ends up just sort of slicing his own little paws with these quills, and it's very sad um and he's very he is very sad now okay all right Uh, and i guess go ahead and (laughs) make your dexterity modifier negative one now (laughs)
1: for for all checks, not just porcupine checks
0: yeah this, this was a detrimental blow to your Oof. your Man, okay. your group we have to that have sucks. consequences in this game Nate because there's no consequences in life so we have to have them in this RPG
1: yeah, I don't appreciate that
0: yeah
1: okay well then obviously I should do something sane with my <laughs> third character, but I'm not going to because his he's also been watching this world and he decides that it's not enough that the squirrels are juggling. But in order for there really to be a spectacle for people to watch, it would be a good idea for him to juggle the squirrels while they're
0: juggling (laughs) the acorns or the Volleyballs, whatever.
1: So that's what he's decided to do.
0: All right. I guess make a dexterity roll. Okay. We'll be nice since your your group isn't actually a group yet. We won't let that negative modifier yet affect this dexterity Uh, roll. Okay. So we'll just make this a medium because I feel like juggling squirrels for a badger might be a little bit easier than a porcupine juggling quills.
1: I I don't even know how to comment on that. Maybe <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know. I'm trying to be
0: nice here. I want you to actually okay. succeed.
1: Well, it's all it's all up to the die anyway. So okay, it's a it's a seven.
0: Oh, you got a seven? Yeah. Good work, is it, man. Was that at the that. minimum? Was it a medium check? That, that was exactly the minimum. I don't know why I'm okay. congratulating you as if you did anything. <laughs> All you did was roll a die with a 1 in 12 chance of, well, sit, 5 in 12. Yeah. And you did it. So it's good, man. I'm proud of you. Yay. Thanks. Well, this badger way down is way up there juggling squirrels. And he's doing just fine. Now, the squirrels are continuously juggling their acorns slash volleyballs while they are being juggled and it, this has become an exponentially more impressive display thank you i i would think that jack the sparrow um gets even deeper in thought and Horatio hornblower the porcupine um maybe cheers up just a little bit as he is taken in awe at this spectacle hmm how should i reward you with this i don't, I don't want to just give you an increase to your stats. Well, you could negate the <laughs> <laughs> the negative <laughs> one. Yeah, let's yeah, let's go ahead and do that because maybe Horatio Hornblower, maybe he perks up, he gets inspired by this, and maybe he's not a better juggler, but he goes and he gets some um, arnica cream or something to <laughs> put on his his paws, and he feels better about himself. And your dexterity is now zero again.
1: I'm not sure how I feel about the the. Um- the design of if you roll low
0: your stats decrease (laughs) if you roll high your stats increase well we're not really in the game yet this is just this is prologue going on down here okay this is world building (laughs) all right you got your stats all nice and updated and pretty yeah yep okay well enough of this, suddenly bang and crash and sip and sing. There's weird, crazy human sounds getting thrown around, and a bunch of scientists suddenly break into the clearing, scattering uh, all the groups of squirrels that have been juggling, or been juggled as they juggle, and they collapse, and it's very sad, and they go scampering away. And the scientist, flash! There's a net in the air, and he's caught himself one of the squirrels. And everybody is now panicking and making their respective animal-like sounds, because no one speaks a common language in here, even though somehow you understand each other. Nate, what do you do? Um, My instinct is to fight.
1: But considering considering how the the health and combat system works in this? And you said the scientists have a, have a plus four modifier? To all stats, yeah. Which feasibly, based on my history, as long as they roll at least a four, uh, I'll lose. So...
0: <laughs> pretty much.
1: I feel like fighting is probably not the smartest. I feel like I should flee in most cases rather than fight. Um, so, I think... Okay, the, uh, Horatio and Jack are already going to take off. Down under, down under, way down.
0: <laughs> way down under. <laughs> way down. Even is more going south to, than Australia.
1: Yeah, way down under. He's going to just, I mean, he's already holding the squirrels, so he's just going to chuck them. The, the squirrels he's juggling, he's going to chuck them at the nearest scientist. And then okay. also take
0: off. Tuck tail. It seems a little sinister, at least for the squirrels. It's a little sad.
1: Well, he's a sadist, so
0: ah, oh, that's right. How do I? How do I forget about good old way down the badger? <laughs> okay, make a dexterity roll, a, me, a medium dexterity roll to uh, throw wait. this squirrel. Ah, uh, six. Ah, that's a okay. Fatal. You you throw the squirrel, and it goes sailing past the ear of one of the scientists. Past the ear, and okay. yeah, pat, good old past the ear. That's but what a, about
1: the what about the acorn that that squirrel was holding?
0: Uh, the. That got left behind. The squirrel just kind of dropped it when you picked him up to throw him. <laughs> That's fair. That's he's fair. not going to hold on to his acorns while he's getting catapulted through the air. Uh, the scientist turns and he looks down at you, little way down the badger, and he's going to swipe at you with his net. And let's see. I'm just
1: I'm just going to run.
0: Okay. All right. I'll just make him make a roll then. Our our badgers are fairly agile, are they not? I believe so. Okay. Well, we'll start this off just so you don't die really quickly. It's going to be a, a difficult check for him to make. That's fair. <laughs> you get a nat 12, man.
1: All right. Can I contend at all? Can I roll like a dexterity or something?
0: <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Make, I don't think make, it's going to matter. Make your dexterity check. <laughs> get a 10 or higher. Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no okay um the scientist steps over and he swings his net down with fearful efficiency and skill yeah and he snags you you're now caught in a net nate we'll give Um, you one more chance if you'd like to claw your way out or do something to get out of this i thought i thought maybe
1: maybe jack has has noticed this and he's gonna maybe come back and like swoop down and try and
0: cut the net or something okay a group a group effort yeah where's horatio in all this
1: he's he's still running okay good good for him (laughs) he has pretty self-preservation instincts
0: you'll at least have one health remaining potentially after this scenario okay jack the sparrow uh i suppose you have a sharp beak ish that's what i was thinking somewhat impressive talons i mean sparrows have those good beaks for chopping up sunflower seeds it's how they operate man it's how god made them I don't know if they have really strong talons, though. he sparrows no, even go with have the- talons.
1: He's going with the beak, for sure.
0: Okay, we're, we're getting way too sidetracked with this. <laughs> Jack the Sparrow comes swooping down. Make a... I mean, he is a bird, and he's well-trained for aerobatics and whatnot. Make an easy dexterity check. Okay. Also, all,
1: all my stats have no modifiers yet, so it's kind exactly, of... Exactly,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, four... That well, that, that's what you needed. Four plus. Oh,
1: really? Okay, my God. Yeah, yeah. It's four, oh, seven, it's and ten. Are those? Is my highest roll a seven still?
0: I think it is. All right. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. <laughs> that's good. Okay, Jack the Sparrow swings down to his buddy way down the badger and snips through the net. Fearsome efficiency. He could have rolled higher. He could have done even better, but he he did the bare minimum to save this badger and way down you can now escape if you'd like that's what I would like I suppose just start running yeah maybe the scientist like staked down this net in a quick moment and pulled out another net so he could try capturing another creature so he didn't think that you were just going to cut he through just, the net he just chuck off also okay these are not well trained scientists let's just say that hmm okay in the way that scientists <laughs> should be trained okay there we go <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> Okay. Your creatures escape. Yay. Now you're running frantically through the forest uh, after such a harrowing experience of almost being captured by a scientist for who knows what sort of dastardly experiments they were going to run you through. You're now faced with stage one, the forest. Okay. Okay. What you got to do in the forest, Nate, is you know your overall goal is to make it up the mountain and awaken the bear god and appease him to make him fight your battles for you and slaughter the scientists. But first you need something to wake up the bear God because he is in a, a, a deep sleep, a deep rest. That's right. But you know, here in the forest, there are a couple different options for things that make noise that you could use other than your own chattering mouths. <laughs> Cause he doesn't <laughs> care. He's, he's tuned that out at this point. You know, there are some pots and pans at a nearby campsite oh. that you could probably bang together. There are a couple rocks from a nearby rock pile, and you know that when you smash rocks together, it makes noise. And there is a noisy bug, whom you know as Jeff, who lives in a nearby bush. Hmm. What would you like to choose?
1: Well, it depends on who you ask, Cody. I don't know if I don't know if I've told you this yet, but my three my three characters operate as kind of a pyramidical brain as opposed to a hemispherical brain okay if that makes sense So, like your normal brain has a left side and a right side right and those those are you know like the left side is the more logical mathematical whatever and the right side is the more creative artistic Mm -hmm. and so jack the sparrow represents the left brain still he's you know he's very like logical and horatio hornblower the, it represents the right side you know he's he's more artistic and he he cares about like the meaning you know and things and but like uh, uh, then then you've got way down and and way down kind of is the wild card section of the brain um, uh, yes. so it's it's kind of like a hive mind almost and so he he's just a wild
0: card you know he he kind of just does whatever All right. no i'm going to stop you right there i'm googling wild card section of the brain <laughs> nope, this is not a thing, Nate. You're making stuff up again.
1: Oh, dear, am I? I think that's Mm. the purpose of this entire recording, Cody, is to make stuff up. So. I'll allow it. Jack the Sparrow thinks that it makes the most sense to bang the pots and pans together because they're going to make the most noise and they're most durable. Mm -hmm. The porcupine wants, uh, Horatio wants to use the rocks because he thinks that it's uh, symbolic or it's very like, using the rocks to awaken the bear guard. You know, it's all nature, you know, <laughs> we're not using man-made products to awaken the bear God, you know, and way down would like to go visit the bug. Uh, Cause he, he likes his bug friend possibly because he sells weed on the side to him. Oh sometimes. yes. Uh, and so that, that's, that's where, that's where his boat is. Um, but they put their three heads together so that they can operate as one, you know, as as one creature and they decide that pots and pans makes the most sense. And so they decide to go with that because it does that make seems- the most noise. And so they're kind of keeping their, they're all able to keep their eyes on the goal, which is to wake the, the bear up.
0: All right. And you're not at all daunted by the fact that you're going to have to carry these pots and pans up a mountain. <laughs> I don't see how that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds great. Okay. You, you make your way to the campsite and you're hiding in a bush and you look out and you see that this campsite is currently inhabited by two scientists it's almost like they planned this thing they're they're in on it they're, this is their little base of operations these two scientists they're definitely nerds because they're scientists and they're doing standard scientist things one has a test tube uh, that he's shaking around for reasons it's actually empty but maybe he just wants to make sure it's really clean who knows <laughs> Who knows the ways of the scientist, Nate? Well trained,
1: as we already established. So. E-
0: exactly. Yeah, for, for really anything. The other scientist has a microscope. Um uh, and he's kind of looking at a leaf. It almost seems like more <laughs> this is his rec time. <laughs> and he's just kind of what? what a leaf looks like under a microscope, man. That's Wait, actually so what he has a says whole, out loud. He has a whole
1: microscope?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh it's battery powered.
1: I don't think microscopes need to be powered at all.
0: They do if they're electron microscopes. I think
1: I'm not well trained enough to participate in this conversation.
0: Wait, we're going to Google this right now. Do it's very electron important. Electron microscopes need power. High voltage electricity supply powers the cathode. So yes, he has a very <laughs> he, he just has a car battery out there. <laughs> is it... All
1: right, I'm glad There's we established this. electron microscope.
0: Yep. What's your plan of attack? Um,
1: okay, we need pots and pans.
0: Um, oh, sorry. There, there's like there's a little fire pit right there, okay. uh, sort of between the two of them, with some pots and pans in it. So, the, the the
1: plan is for way down to get get really close to both the scientists, and it's still hidden in the shrubbery, and uh, start singing his uh, his rendition of ave maria hmm. and the okay. the other two are going to to to, to go in and get, and get some pots and pans
0: what what does a badger singing ave maria sound like um have
1: you ever heard like an animal that is in like unbearable pain Uh Okay, will pretend that you have and maybe. then multiply that by like four. Okay. <laughs> that's more or less that's more or less the ballpark.
0: Insert sound effect here. Please no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh that's that's a great sound. So way down's gonna be the distractor, is that what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the diversion. Ma- making this weird stuff. Okay. I don't know if these scientists uh, speak badger, so who knows if they'll be able to recognize Ave Maria or not. But you, you start making this ruckus, and the scientists look up from their respective impressive experiments, and they go like, hey, what's that sound? Wow. Is that, you know, okay, hey, look here, see? If, if like a badger could sing, and they decided to sing Ave Maria, I feel like that could be what's going on down here. And the other side, just like, yeah, man. <laughs> and they markably, start walking.
1: Remarkably <laughs> intuitive, this guy.
0: <laughs> and they start walking towards the sound of a badger singing Ave Maria.
1: Okay. Uh, well, before Down gets napped, the other two are going to dive in and get some pouts and
0: pans for sure. Okay. Uh, Nate, I forgot to remind you because we split this into a double recording due to technical difficulties, but you may, you may have forgotten that you can roll twice. Basically you have advantage on any action that you can argue your woodland creature would be naturally skilled at. And then you just get to take the higher of the two rolls. So if you want to, if you want to make this more a strength thing and like go with the porcupine or make this more dexterity thing and go with the sparrow, like just, you know, cause he can fly, you can, you can make that argument and then, potentially get advantage if what you say is reasonable. Hmm. Hmm. So, okay. How you want to do that? <laughs> well, you
1: know, in retrospect, having a sparrow pick up a pot or a pan probably is not the greatest idea, but <laughs> I'm bars. already I'm already in. <laughs> so, maybe we're going to we're going to get one pan and one like ladle or metal spoon or something cuz that that'll be just as effective. That's um, true. But I don't think I have any way to argue that they would be up ideal for this task so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, no problem. Uh I guess just go ahead and make a We're going to go for stealth here, I would imagine, as opposed to speed, which is going to be a dexterity check either way, I guess. <laughs> So, <laughs> go ahead and make don't don't don't
1: complicate your system too much.
0: <laughs> I know, it's yes, stupid. Only three stats. What a lame All right. System. Oh my goodness. Medium am I
1: difficulty. A D7 or a
0: okay. I got a 3. Are you, are you sure you can get something higher than a 7 on that die? That's
1: that's why I'm, I'm not, I am do not know, man. Yeah, All I right. got
0: a 3. Well, um <laughs> you you get you get to the implements there. Let's say that the sparrow seizes the ladle cuz he's a little bit lighter and conceivably maybe a sparrow could carry a ladle even if a hummingbird can't carry a coconut. <laughs> I and no the porcupine what you're about. <laughs> The porcupine grabs a, a pan. We'll say that it's not a non-stick pan cuz sometimes those are pretty heavy if they're like the the really nice dense versions. And you've acquired your stuff, but inadvertently you make some noise in the process. And the scientist, or one of the scientists, turns back. So one scientist is now approaching way down, still. I'm assuming he's still singing his beautiful song. And the other scientist is now... He looks over and he sees that these darn forest creatures are stealing our stuff again.
1: Okay. um, I think the... uh, uh, What's the distance? How far distance? away is this um, of the scientist from the
0: pots and pans? We'll say this is a picturesque campsite clearing and maybe you have maybe you have ten feet to get from like the center of the camp out to the, the nearest okay. brush pile and start running away. And the scientists are perhaps six feet from you.
1: Well I can I feel like I feel like I feel like I feel a good role coming. So do you doing I think I think Horatio is going to turn and fire at this guy, and uh, for the face, he's aiming for the
0: face. What what is he throwing?
1: His 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 tines,
0: tines, whatever they're called, the quills. Called tines quills. <laughs> <That's the word. laughs> tines are basically the same thing.
1: <laughs> Similar word.
0: Okay, sure. Uh, okay, the. You know what? You are a porcupine, and I don't think porcupines actually throw their quills. I they did, but dude. Since you are a porcupine, <laughs> I'll give you advantage on this on this roll. <laughs>
1: advantage, okay, so I can roll twice.
0: Yeah, it's six foot. We'll just keep this a medium check for this distance. Okay. So First roll is six. Higher. That's not. Good. Nope.
1: Second roll is also six. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Come on. Okay. You, again, you, you shoot these quills and they just kind of fly past the scientist ear once again. There's there's something just strangely reverse magnetic about scientist ears, I suppose, that they just keep deflecting projectiles. Maybe they have some sort of fancy helmet on that everything's bouncing off of. Yeah. All these scientists are wearing ballistic helmets. Ballistic helmets. Just <laughs> because. With a riot shield mask over the past. <laughs> I'm picturing
1: a very different thing than I was 30 seconds ago.
0: Well, they also have lab coats on. It's, it's a very complicated picture. They're diversely trained. That's fair. And the scientist just st- starts sprinting at you guys now. He's like, not the quills again! I don't know why my voice keeps changing. I just keep forgetting what my previous voice sounds like. Okay. Darn you, porcupine! I'm going to get you and you're going to be dinner.
1: Alright, I think the Porcupine's just going to take a... Uh take one of his 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 pot or pan whatever he
0: decides to take and just run yeah. okay uh this is going to be a contested dexterity roll oh, i'll great. say that jack can get out of there because he can just kind of fly away okay um so the scientist is going to roll his dexterity which remember is plus four and you go ahead and roll your dexterity <laughs> what could possibly go wrong <laughs> what'd you get uh,
1: only what you would expect
0: Yeah? Yeah. It's a a one? one? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What's really sad about this is the scientist also got a one, but he has plus four to that, so he got a five. Oh, man. Uh, Okay, wait, 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 wait.
1: What? what, Haven't we said in the past that, I don't know how this system works, but... Are you trying to retcon this terrible situation right now? No, no, no. Well, maybe. In general, modifiers don't apply to nat 1s or nat 12s. So... In essence, well, we rolled the same thing. I feel like we should roll again. It
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: Usually, it's like, "Oh, you rolled a nat one. It's a nat one, no matter what." You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of different for D twenty systems, though. This is a D twelve system. Yeah, the odds really are a little different. Nat ones or nat twelves? <laughs> nah, man. I I normally I'm pretty nice, but just for the sake of drama, I have to be mean about this. It's okay. we we got to make stuff that's happen. Fair. Also, it's you you've got you gotten through a bunch of bad roles, so I'm just gonna make you deal with the consequences of your <laughs> pseudo actions that aren't really your fault. I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna try to go through the rest of this scenario this this entire scenario rolling as little as possible. Okay. <laughs> just make it we'll just make it a, like a, a role playing session. That's no, probably a tabletop smart. Yeah. Role playing
0: session. Just lots of dialogue and whatnot. Yeah. Well, scientist, he has another net in hand because he's not gonna try to grab a porcupine with his hands. That's not ideal. And he swings the net down, and he nabs your little porcupine friend, who I, I almost just called Honeydew for some reason. Horatio Hornblower, that's his name. Not Honeydew. <laughs> and Horatio has been trapped, Nate. And th- this is a bit more final. The scientist knows what he's doing, and he like uh, immediately throws an extra like net covering thing. It's like made out of really strong foil, I suppose. It's like this metal thing. And porcupine has been captured and jack sparrow is very sad and the badger is also very sad <laughs> <The badger. laughs> impressive um... storytelling am i right <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that badger are you gonna get out of there man like you're the scientist still walking towards your bush can i make one like last-ditch
1: effort to try and rescue her
0: uh, sure, like on the part of the badger, you mean? Yeah. Uh, sure, ju- I guess tell me what you're going to do with this and we'll see how that happens.
1: So, badgers burrow. They live underground in tunnels. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to sure. try and dig expediently, like right underneath to where the uh, where Horatio <laughs> is. <laughs> Making the nets irrelevant.
0: Uh, okay. Since you are a badger and you do dig, I'll let you have advantage on this, but this yes. is going to be a hard check. So you need okay. a 10 That's or fair. higher. That's succeed. fair. I'll get it. Don't worry yeah. about it. Okay. <laughs> Roll some good numbers for me, homie. Four.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Four? Oh my. Two, <laughs> two fours? Four are you sure yeah. you
0: like, actually clicked it? Yeah. You keep getting the same numbers in a row, which is kind of useless when you're rolling for advantage.
1: Yep. Nope, it's a four, man. Uh,
0: well, <laughs> I'll say that you start digging, but you get really like, turned around while you're <laughs> in the ground, and you start digging away. So you're, you're getting away, but you're not going towards your little your porcupine friend. And at this point, the scientists have wrangled him into like a little container. Uh, oh, man and he's in a maximum security prison for porcupines now.
1: Well, you win some, you lose some.
0: So, at this point, you don't have that pot or pan. Uh, I you do have a, have spe- a, you, a ladle. Yeah, yeah. You, you have a ladle, the thingy, the metal thingy that you can use. Well, better sorry, than nothing keep blanking out when you're... Uh, Horatio Humble, that's right. Yeah, Horatio, well, you won't need to remember much longer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Horatio from his cage says, Remember me, my brethren. Remember me. Dear listeners, you've been listening to the Dice Cast, a sub-series of the Tabletop Shop podcast place where some dreams come true and some don't. We'd ask that you like, comment, and subscribe. Because if you don't, then who will? You can also reach out to us if you'd like at tabletopshop23 at gmail.com. We'll get your message, and we'll probably respond. Keep an eye out for the next episode, and we'll find out together how this story ends.